0: Welcome to week 119 of all the balls, Justin Miller, Jake Platter are in the house, well I should say in Jake's house. What's going on everybody? Who else is here? Bridget, you, me, what's going on to you guys, I should say. For everyone that want to know why we just paused, Jake held up the computer and showed a picture of Bridget. Looked like she was frozen back there. What's up Jake how are you doing today? It's already dark, dark outside. I'm doing good. I had a very good day today. That's good. I, I spilled some coffee in my shirt, but besides that. I spilled some coffee in my mouth. Real. You did? You drank coffee? No. I was going to say, I did not think you did.
1: No, that's why I spilled. It was an accident.
0: But yeah, week 119 of all the balls. It's been a weird week, I feel like. There's been some some MLB stuff going on. There's been some Bruins talk going on because it didn't seem like we were ever going to lose at home until I went to the game last night and I showed up and I was bad luck. Um, Celtics are still rocking and rolling. Patriots are still not rocking or rolling sham rocking and rolling yeah sham god. um but besides from that all the normal stuff this is week one hundred and nineteen so we're gonna start the show how we always start it with a little bit of a recap in sports Throwback to the year not too long ago actually now two thousand and seven nineteen but um yeah two thousand and nineteen so your memory should start to remember something now. that was back during my uh your hey day sure but um yeah twenty nineteen NHL Stanley Cup Finals. I feel like I should remember this because I just looked it up about an hour ago, but I, I really don't remember it, to tell you the truth. Stanley Cup Finals 2019. Jake, you have any recollection of what happened in hockey?
1: Yeah. Do you really? Yeah.
0: Who won? Um, oh, can't show him the phone. 2019 Stanley Cup champion was the... Capitals. Uh, oh, yeah, of course. I remember this now. St. Louis Blues beat the Boston Bruins. Four games to three. I was on a cruise. I'm surprised you didn't remember. Actually, you know what? That night we were on a cruise. It was like night four. Bruins are home. I'm like, we got this in the bag. Game seven, TD Garden, what Rock are you and talking rolling.
1: About?
0: What? Game seven, four to three. We lost. I was on a cruise during the game. Night four of your cruise? Yeah, it was a week cruise. But you and I were at Barretts when we watching game six. Oh, maybe it was night three of my cruise. Night my, night two of my cruise. It was one of the nights. No, I saw game six and seven on the cruise. Dude, we were at Barrett's. Remember the, the tripping penalty that didn't get called? Game five. For game five. Oh. So I was watching, yeah, I think it was night four. Started making me wonder what my memory was going on there for a second. No, yeah, so it was night, whatever it was in my cruise. We went up, watched the hockey game. Game seven was taking place. And then they went down 2-0. They went down 3-0. I am like, F this, game's over. Only night on the cruise, I went back to my room and went to bed. Christ. That was a sad night. But yeah, anyways, my mom was like, what's going on? I'm like... Do you know, you know what just happened? Fucking screamed my lungs off. But yeah, that's what happened. Bruins lost game seven, unfortunately. So that's what happened. NBA Finals, Jake, 2019. You know who won it that year? Um, Actually, I watched this on my cruise too because it was yeah, the same, same time. I, I do. What's up, Mark Sessa? What's up, the, Brandon um, Ferrara?
1: The Toronto Raptors.
0: Yeah, that was a weird finals. 4-2. Golden State. Kawhi finally got his ring. What do you mean finally got his ring? That his, was his second ring. His ring with Toronto, I should say. Brandon, welcome back to Mass, by the way. What's up? Anthony.
1: That was an interesting Mark. finals. Clay Thompson got hurt. Kevin Durant got hurt. And it was all over from there. I never thought... And t- somehow Fred Van, Lee- Van Vliet's an NBA champion. I never
0: thought Toronto would win a championship until then. Yeah, right? They They trade DeRozan, they win. Um, World Series 2019. Dodgers. This was something... Astros. A lot of people don't even remember. Washington Nationals. Beat the Houston Astros four games to three. Wow. It was like a magic carpet ride. Felt like, like I was at Phillies. Disney. Felt like I was on Aladdin at Disney World. They beat Houston four to three. Then the next year, they went back to sucking and sucking again. But yeah, it was fun for Juan Soto and that whole crew. And then finally, the Super Bowl champion of the year 2020. Because last year, we did the Patriots 13-3, win over the Rams. Yeah. So th- this time, it was the... Um... We're getting closer to remembering everything. I mean, this is crazy. It was the Chiefs beating the Niners, was it not? Yeah, thirty-one to twenty was the final score. I remember you thought San Fran had it in the bag that year, but I did. You know what I said? Mahomes... I hadn't
1: seen enough of Mahomes yet.
0: Until when? The end of the game?
1: No, I, I, you know, I loved the. Were they the one seed that year? I think they were. I right? loved the battle of the trenches being won by San Francisco. I liked the run game that San Francisco had. I didn't think they'd make a lot of mistakes, and Mahomes didn't really care. You, you just had too much going.
0: Yeah. So that was. And then Jimmy G is like, how did he get there? But he always does with that team, with that That's steam. nothing new for him. So, I mean, it was a pretty good Super Bowl until the offensive line for one of the teams really couldn't hold up. But it was all right. Anyways, we watched that one at your old house, right? I think. No, I watched that at, in college. Scotch DM. No, I watched it in college. Are you sure? Yeah. We col- were in college still back then? Yes. What are you talking about? It was 2020. Yeah, yes it was. I thought I wa- I swear I watched that. I thought that was the year that you had me over, Connor over. It was a bad snowstorm. No, that was um that was the Chiefs and the Bucks. It was? Yeah. Damn. Whatever. Losing our minds on all the balls of week one me. What else do you want? Alright, so that's what happened in the year of sports twenty nineteen. Um, Patriots, Bills, going in, we both had it as a loss. I thought the Pats would give them a game, but they didn't. Jake, you thought you thought the Patriots would be, be alright. I think you said it was like a twelve or fourteen point game, something like that. But it really pain. wasn't close. I think I said pain were pain. the
1: exact words. They
0: were winning. Yeah. Fantastic. So were the Saints. But the touchdown went to Marcus Jones out of all people. And from there on out, it was a total collapse. Offense looked horrible. The defense, honestly, Josh Allen and the Bills' offense didn't do anything Swappy. too special. They're just sloppy. But when you match up against a Patriots team that they've been playing the way they have the last couple weeks, it's just nothing's going on on offense. And they're playing the Buffalo Bills, so you've got to do a lot more than making... 10 to 15 mistakes than to win this game and the Patriots just made too many mistakes offensive line still looks a lot less or I should say a lot more than mediocre they're just not playing well at all Matt Jones didn't look right in this game the play Kong didn't look right in this game and to beat the Buffalo Bills you're gonna have to score more than 10 points which they didn't do and listen you play this team two times so I hope that Round two is going to go a little bit better. Hmm. But how is it going to go better than— If the Bills need the win, we're in trouble. The performance that we just saw on Thursday night, I mean, we went in and we thought it would be— I thought it would be competitive. I think maybe we put too much into play about how they played the previous week against Minnesota, maybe. And that was just a, one of those games that the Vikings defense isn't really as good as we think it is. And then you go in at home against Buffalo. It's Thursday night. The crowd's riled up. You're wearing your red jerseys that I actually love. But unfortunately, the red jerseys that I love aren't going to matter when you play the Buffalo Bills. No. Jake, uh, what's your main takeaway from that game? They are who we thought they were. What, mediocre? Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's unfortunate because we're going in sky high, Jets win, punt off. And, and now, all I, now I just feel like Ron Wilson. Yeah, you just feel like a yellow bus now. But yeah, it was, it was definitely a disappointing result. And the previous game against Minnesota, we were saying, oh, the refs made some mistakes. The offense looked good. But, I mean, the personnel, for the most part, with that Minnesota game, this Buffalo game, I think it was the same, right? Who were they missing against Buffalo? Damian Harris wasn't playing? Correct. Um, you still had Ramondre. You still had Jacobi. You still had Devontae. The offense Uche. was still there. Uche. Isaiah Wynn wasn't available. Thank God. But overall, it's just the same theme in back-to-back weeks. The number one receiver, Justin Jefferson. The number one receiver, Stephon Diggs. The Patriots don't have Stephon Gilmore anymore. They don't have J.C. Jackson anymore. And now you're matching Jonathan Jones up against number one receivers against very good teams. And Jonathan Jones, I think he's still a good cornerback, but he's just he looks a lot less than mediocre against top receivers in the league. I totally agree. I mean, he's
1: a subpar number one. I think he can handle his business against receivers that don't have incredible athleticism and natural talent. But... When you're going up against two guys that Justin and I both said are in the top ten for wide receivers in the NFL, he stands no chance.
0: And they thought they were going to get away with this going into the season. I mean, we looked at the depth chart, and it was Malcolm Butler at the top of it. Then he got hurt. And Jalen Mills. And then Jalen Mills. And they also had what's the, Terrence Mitchell, who I think they released in training camp. Miles Bryant. And then it was, it was a colossal mess. And you know when you lose a guy like J.C. Jackson, who's not having the best year, he got hurt.
1: It was going to be an undersized
0: beginner. corner. We didn't need him. But hey, yeah, I mean, it's more on the offense, the play calling, all that kind of stuff, Patricia, the hiring and all that. But overall, just a, a pretty bad game, one of the least interesting games that I think I've ever watched this season. So we'll see what happens in round two, but we got bigger things to worry about before we even get there and see if we're even in the playoff race before we get to the final game of the season. So no a recap of the game with the three ups and three downs. I guess we'll start with the ups, put some, put some goodness into the show. Jay who's your number one up from this 24 to 10 defeat. It's got to be the only guy that got in the end zone, right? Marcus Jones.
1: I mean, he really didn't even do much. But to give some kind of life to a dead offense on his first touch of his career offensively, got to give him an up, right?
0: Yeah, um, same for me as well. They actually said that in college. I didn't realize this, but he played a little bit on both sides of the ball. I mean, obviously in defense, you know what he can do on special teams. He's been a huge factor of the season with his kickoff returning and all that. But then they put him in on offense, and when they threw him the ball, I'm like, wait, who the hell is this? I thought it was Tyquan Thornton for a second. And then they're like, Jones. I'm like, what the hell? I was thinking it was Jonathan Jones. I'm like, why would he be on the field? And then Marcus Jones runs down the sideline, and two of the probably most interesting touchdowns of the season belong to Marcus Jones now, after that punt return against the Jets, now only touchdown in the game against Buffalo. And he did have another touch on offense in the game, so it was a good game to be Marcus Jones, and not only offensively, he continues to impress with his his kickoff returns, his punt returns, so I think it got to be Marcus Jones. Yeah. Great rookie season so far for him, no doubt about that. Sure. Um, number two up in the game, for me, it was Josh Uche. Definitely, I got him on my list, too. He's actually had a surprisingly good season. He started off a little mediocre, and then he's already up to seven sacks on the season for the Patriots so far. Mm-hmm. A guy we were thinking about in training camp that they maybe were going to cut, and now... He's second on the team in sacks behind Matthew Judon. He's been very good for this team. He absolutely has, and you know you can't really
1: you can't really blame him for the the lack of uh, capitalizing on opportunity by the team because he doesn't play offense. But that forced fumble that he had could have been a Big play. Oh, yeah, that was him. I forgot about that. But, and then Judon picked it up. Yeah, but, it, it, you know, unfortunately, we can't capitalize on, on those types of things. But I can't blame him for that. He went out and made a play. And it was a, it was a huge play for the Patriots. So he definitely gets on the up list.
0: And he had two sacks. Yeah, in these last couple weeks, I think, at least teams that aren't the Jets, teams like the Vikings and Bills, are starting to realize that Matthew Judon's is really the only big force on the defense. So they're starting to double-team him. And now it leaves you with Uche on the other side of the ball, who's done a phenomenal job. At the beginning of the season, it was wise— Wise is kind of cool offensive way, so now Uche is kind of emerging. But the offense has to wake up, and they really haven't woken up at all. So Absolutely. It's good for the future that Uche and Wise and Judah are kind of playing like this, but we got, we got some more concern on the other side of the ball. And then that brings me to my third up on the other side of the ball. I think the only guy that's really been great on offense, I got Ramondre Stevenson. We have the same up. three ups. Um, I, it was kind of debating. we never had this. See if we have the same three down. We don't. I was debating whether to put Ramondre Stevenson on the list just because he did fumble the ball twice at the beginning of the game. Luckily, the Patriots recovered them both. But without Ramondre Stevenson, they're probably putting up seven points, I guess, because Marcus Jones. But either way. Yeah, I mean, when you put it like that, it sounds like he's not worthy of an up.
1: But he had like 14 carries. He had six catches. I'm pretty sure he was our yards leader for like the eighth week in a row. Um he definitely deserves an up because whether he's I mean I think he had decent production in this game it wasn't anything special but without him even being on the field to make some kind of play to be available for the ball the patriots would have zero offense right now so it would be screwed even like think about the the Marcus Jones play If if the team if the defense isn't like constantly honed in on Ramondre Stevenson get the being the first option getting the football, I we probably don't even get that touchdown. So
0: yeah, and either way, I mean Stevenson. I don't even know if he was on the field with that Jones thing, but it's not going to matter. The rest of the season, Stevenson's by far our best offensive weapon. And Jacoby Myers has been good, but still, I mean, he's been in and out of the lineup. Yeah, so that um, the three ups are the same. The three downs. You know what? I'll say it all at once. My three downs. Go ahead. Jones, Jones, and Jones. I can't believe it, but it is. My three John downs Jones,
1: my three downs are Jones. Jones and Mac Jones. My three downs are Jones, Jones, and Folk. Who's the only
0: Jones you don't have? Jack. Yeah, so my number one down was John Jones. Yep. Guy just unfortunately he he's gets not torched
1: a no- by good receivers. Yeah, he's not
0: a number one cornerback. He's I think he's the third longest tenured player on the Patriots as of That's the moment. Sad. Behind Devin McCourty and Matthew Slater, but He's a good cornerback to have. He's probably your number three he guy.
1: you longer than Damian Harris?
0: Yeah, Harris hasn't been on that long. I mean, what, four or five years? David Andrews, I believe, is fourth. But John Jones, just like you said, he gets torched by your number one man. And he's more of probably a two or three. I don't even know if he's a number two cornerback. He corner can about. handle the two. But he's getting torched these last couple Unless you're playing leagues.
1: like the Buccaneers.
0: Yeah, unfortunately for him. And on that touchdown that Josh Allen was almost out of bounds, he wasn't even looking at the ball. No. Nope. You see the replay? Yep. He was completely not looking at the ball. He probably thought Josh Allen stepped out of bounds. Like, he was gonna. But John Jones was not good in this game. Number one down. Number two down for me, Jack Jones. Guy was non-existent in this game. It looked like he was lost a lot playing in the secondary. I don't think he was as bad as John Jones, but Jack Jones, he's looked like a rookie no, this last No, you're right. Weeks. I mean, he, he let Isaiah McKenzie have a pretty good day. Yeah, and then he was the guy on that, um... Who was yeah. Uh, I mean, the Gabe Davis touchdown. He was covering Gabe Davis at first. Yep. Let him in the end zone. John Jones was good at the beginning of the season, but I think he's kind of fallen off a cliff now. Playing oh, better of the back now. So John Jones one, Jack Jones two, and then my yeah, third Mac, was Mac Jones. Mac just wasn't executing in this game. Wasn't horrible.
1: No, but he, there were some but, plays he should have made that he didn't.
0: You know, a lot of the times. The offensive line wasn't that bad, but a lot of the time he's in the pocket. I think they said on he one play, the the
1: the amount of time he was running
0: around, like, yeah, for sixty four like, yards,
1: amount of time it was so weird. Sixty four like, yards on one like, play. He ran like end to end. Yeah, was, I
0: think that was the longest the quarterbacks ran on one play this season without getting a completed pass or a run or something like that. It was bizarre. He was running back and forth like he was running he had, from like, Tarzan. He had, like, Twelve jungle. seconds and uh, how was nobody getting open? Like he, it, he sucks. Yeah, so at one point I guess you want to tell him to run a little bit for he probably could have ran a little bit, but and then a lot of his passes were under throws, overthrows. Overall Max just hasn't been good and it's been a sophomore. If you want to call it a slump, it might be a bump. I don't know what it is, but he hasn't looked good um, It's so
1: much worse than a slump. And then who's this your number This is just where he is now. Who's your number three down? He, I said folk. He missed that field goal and not that it you know would have changed the game, we got beat pretty bad, but you go into the locker room down one score
0: versus down two, I don't know, he should have made the field goal. Um, yeah, and they blamed it on the wind, but then I saw something that Buffalo's kicker Tyler Bass hit the same exact kick on the same end of the stadium that would have probably been good from 55 to 60 yards. Yep. When Nick Folk said a great season with his last two two weeks, he's missed, missing kicks. He's missed a couple of kicks, and would it have mattered in the outcome of the game? Probably not. But still, if you're Nick Folk, 48 yards, he's been money from there the whole season, and Actually, if you heard the um, commentators, Al Michaels said it was good, and then he didn't realize, I guess he looked away. He's hit like, oh, the crossbar. shit, what happened? It hit the yeah. crossbar. So, Nick Folk got to be better in that kind of situation, and then something that's probably going to matter against a team like Arizona, where you expect a much closer outcome. So, those are I our think three. It's up- indoors. Yeah, you're right. It is. Does it have an open roof? I don't know. I think it might. Have. I don't think it matters. So that's a three ups and three downs. And then from the week of football, it was a crazy week. We had some crazy things happen. Some injuries to the quarterback position. Some Some stars at the quarterback position, kind of furthering their outcome in the MVP race. It was a big week. Number one up of the week for me. I went with a guy that was doing this at the end of the game saying, you know what? I own the Kansas City Chiefs. Joe Burrow was my number one up of the week. He had a good week. He got a
1: rushing touchdown. He threw a couple touchdowns. I liked him. I didn't give him an up, but he
0: was damn well worthy of one. Good for him. Good. See that third down play to T. Higgins? He couldn't have fit that ball. I don't know if anything. I don't even know if what is this. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but what are you? Are you playing with Bridget's stuff? I don't know if any of this stuff on the table could have fit through that window in that play. But man, <laughs> Joe Burrow was awesome in that game. He really was. Yeah, he was very good. <laughs> I mean, he's three and zero against
1: the Patrick Holmes Chiefs that no one else in the NFL is is at that point. Um, my number one up was somebody Justin hates and thinks is talentless and what is never going to respect in the entire NFL. And that's Amonra St. Brown. Um, yeah, what do you have, two TDs? Two touchdowns, 115 yards. Is he a top 10 wide receiver yet? Probably 11. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. This guy's a top 10 wide receiver
0: in the NFL, if you ask me. And he had two touchdowns and 115 yards to back it up. Yeah, he, he was good, and then, I mean, what, they beat him 40-14? I wasn't expecting that to happen, mm-hmm. but I think you had them winning that game. So, hey, he's been a main reason why they're actually, what are they, 5-7 and seven right now? I don't know. I think they are. Good job to Dan Campbell, man. But he's had a good year. So, yeah, Joe Barr is my number one. I went with another, another quarterback. Yeah, let's give it up to the same guy, even though I'm, I'm just guessing. Jalen Hurts. Nah, I thought about it, but yeah, I said, you know what, Tennessee stinks on defense. I went no, with, they don't. They're a good defense. I went with Tom Brady.
1: That's such a load of crap. Tom Brady is not worthy of an up. They were down 16-3. Yeah, Five well, minutes
0: left. They played 54 minutes of dookie football. Hey, I mean, to win that game the way he did, I don't know if there's any other quarterback in the league could have that could have made some of those throws that he did on the final drive. No.
1: Y- you, you know, you're probably right, Justin, but I could probably name some other quarterbacks that wouldn't put themselves in a 16-3 hole against the New
0: Orleans Saints. So there's that, too. Just like Tom Brady said. Just like how we planned it, fuck off. He was kind of joking around, if you know what I mean. But hey, I mean, it was an important game. It's the Saints have Tampa Bay. Yeah, but, wh- but what was he doing? Making throws, getting receivers. How about open. the first fifty-four minutes of the game? Realizing, hey, you know what? I'm Tom Brady. I'm going hey, through a divorce. I ain't worried about. It. I want. I want to put on a show. I'm worried about my. Tom Brady next goal. said, "I want to put on a show." Yeah, I mean, he did what he had to do to get him to win. And oh my god, like he's not worth Even up, and it's not like the receivers have been. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. They haven't been great this season. He's throwing a Kate Odd, and he's throwing a co Who Who is Co-Kyft?
1: Tom Brady has Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Julio Jones.
0: He wasn't throwing him like he should have been. Or, the entire Yeah, game. let's give him an up. He wasn't thrown to him. Let's give him up. 16-3 down, 7 for 9 on those final two drives. I'm putting him on my ups list. No way. Like I've been doing I got Jalen Hurts life. because he decided, you know, I don't really need the last
1: three minutes of this game. I'm going to go murder this team in the first quarter. Yeah, where were you in the second half? Throw the
0: ball. No. Yeah, he's probably the MVP right now, though. I think he definitely is. And then my third up, I said— I gave it to a group. Yeah, same. Well, I went to a, a group in a little proportion of the field. I, I gave it to the Cowboys defense. Yeah, I, know. I was because they about it. murdered the Colts. I was thinking about it, but then I'll get to that in my downs segment. I went Matt Ryan. I went with the Vikings red zone defense. Jets should have won that game. They could have won that game. Mike White looks like he's better than Zach Wilson. But the Vikings red zone defense stepped up when they needed to step up. Three about two or three different drives the Jets had to win that game, and the Vikings defense said, "You know what." We're not going to let the Jets beat us on our home turf, and we're going to step up to the plate and win this game. And they did. So shout out to the Vikings' defense that was less than mediocre against the Patriots, and they stepped up when they needed to step up. Yeah, that's a fair one. So those are our three ups. Number one down, like I said, we'll get to the Vikings, I mean the Cowboys game in a second. Number one down for me, I wrote Matty Ice slash Colts sad. Bad, bad, bad. Colts sad. Matty Ice looks like he should retire immediately tonight. The Colts should retire immediately from this season tomorrow. And Jeff Saturday should not be the head coach next season. Colts look bad. They're sad. Jeff Saturday is bad. (laughs) I'll name another
1: quarterback that's on
0: my downs list. And
1: I think it's appropriate that they wear orange because this dude looked rusty as hell. Deshaun Watson looked horrible, and I'm giving him a I down. I was expecting. I'm, I'm giving him a down because he had the perfect opportunity. Hey, Kate. What's up? He had the perfect opportunity. That's Jake. <laughs> to make his NFL debut with the Cleveland Browns against his former team, the Houston Texans. A team with a weak defense that has been getting beat to a pulp we know by every team they play. And
0: Deshaun Watson didn't even throw a damn touchdown. He was nervous. He was in attendance. All the ladies were there. Roger Goodell. Um, yeah, he was bad. I was expecting a little bit of a better performance than Horrible, that. Horrible. He, man. Was, he, was he really had like bad. 130 yards and a pick. Um, yeah, I just went with the with the Colts whole thing because you know what they got outscored in the fourth quarter? Thirty-three. 33 nothing. nothing. Yeah, that's pretty sad and bad. But um, I ain't glad. And they look like Tad. No, um, down number two for me. I just said that stupid ties really stink. I really don't like them. Um, Did yeah. you like the rule they su- that uh, Murray suggested? Yeah. I, what was he the one that said the two point conversion thing? No, that was
1: uh, that was, that was Felger. I like the thing with the no, six points, right? Yeah, he yeah. said first to six points. You can go get a touchdown or you can get two field goals. Yeah, I like but that. whoever is first to six
0: wins. Yeah, it's kind of like a and seven unlimited time. time. Yeah, that's good. I like that, and it shouldn't go on forever. But yeah, I don't like ties. I mean, that Washington Giants game was a big game. They play again, and so. they just. They just moved that second game. That's so stupid. To a, just That's cause not it's, the game. Yeah, just because it's a playoff thing. It would have been the Bengals-Bucs, but like I told you last week, they like the 425 window for those kind of games. But we'll get into that another time. But yes, ties stink. We don't want to see ties in the NFL. Mm, mine it's tight. like a shootout in hockey. I don't like shootouts. I don't mind a tie, but I, I don't think overtime should only be 10 minutes. I think it should be 15. Hey, Jake, have a great night, you guys. Love my Bruins. I loved them until I saw last night's shootout. You no, still love them? Yeah, I still love them. But yeah, ties, shootouts... Shootouts sure, are fine. They're all right. Win the game in overtime. Um, yeah, do better. What
1: was your number two down? Derrick Henry. Now I know they played the Eagles. It's a good team, it's a strong defense. They just added some more guys to the line. But when Derrick Henry has like twenty carries for like thirty five yards, that ain't it, man. I mean they what did he your whole didn't play team, the second half, right? Your whole team relies on you. He didn't do
0: he didn't do anything. Well, no, I'm saying because they were getting their asses kicked by so much. Strength. Well, that's that's embarrassing. Hill, your time. Um, Yeah, I agree. Henry, he's been kind of mediocre a little he's bit. He's had some good games. He's had good games, yeah. Number three for me is kind of, it's not like, it's on my downs list because it's a down. Uh-oh, Leslie. Um, it's a down across the NFL. <laughs> but the Jimmy G news kind of stinks. I mean- How about Lamar? He'll be back. The San Francisco 49ers were- a threat, and they still are, don't get me wrong, but they have all the pieces around Jimmy G to contend for a Super Bowl, and now he gets hurt again, and now you go into Brock Purdy, who was Mr. Irrelevant. And unfo- is he really the very last pick in the draft? Yeah, he was. So now you're counting on this now guy. NFL starter. The 49ers are basically locked to make the playoffs, I'm pretty sure. But No, they are. But you're going from Jimmy G to Brock Purdy, and it's not the worst thing because the San Francisco 49ers always get the most out of their quarterbacks. But the thing is, it's just the news. They were going; things were going so well. How down much can in San you really Fran. get out of Brock Purdy? He was pretty good when he came in last game. Yeah, but it's just for the rest of the season. How good can San Francisco be with a guy named Brock Purdy as their starting quarterback compared to Jimmy G? He's in a good spot in San Francisco, but it's just it's sad for Jimmy G. It's bad for the organization. And do I still like them as Super Bowl contenders? You'll find out soon. But it's bad news. So, what's your third? Your third, is Lamar Jackson. No, but it should
1: be because, man, 10 points against Denver, at least he won. I'm going to give it down to Mike White, and it's because I think Mike White is capable of doing better. Um, he didn't a chance to win that game. He, yeah. threw,
0: he threw a horrible interception. Yeah, he he didn't throw a good pass. Vikings, he nope. stepped up, so kind of on the same page with the downs and ups with the Vikings and the Mike White and everything else there. But that's our ups and downs from football. Keeping it in the football window, Jake, I don't know how many of the games you saw from, from the college football side of things. It was championship weekend, so these were the games that decided some of the championship weekend stuff. TCU lost, and they're still in. And I was going to say the main thing that stood out to me in these couple of games were that USC got their asses kicked in the Pac-12 championship by Utah. Yep. If they won, they might have still been in. They probably still would have been in. They might have. Uh, because TCU lost. Wa- have passed Ohio State. And the TCU loss, I mean, overall, it didn't hurt them because they're still in the the final four there. But if USC won that game and TCU lost that game, I think I probably would have picked USC over TCU. But TCU wasn't even the four. Yeah, so right now, the, the number one is obviously Georgia because they've had a phenomenal season. The number two is Michigan because they've had a phenomenal season. They beat Purdue by, what, 21? Mm-hmm. And then the three is now Ohio State, No, I mean TCU, and the four is Ohio State. They only lost that one game. So overall, I mean, USC lost a golden opportunity. Um, LSU stinks. And then overall, Clemson, Clemson beat North Carolina in that ACC title game. But the odd men out now where it was Alabama for the first time in a long time that they're not in it. Mm-hmm. Clemson's not in it because they got two losses and then... USC was the closest out of that group to make it, but unfortunately they're not going to be in it. So span the field. So real quickly, it's it's Georgia, it's Michigan, it's Ohio State and TCU. If I had a pick of what I'd like to see happen, I think it would be cool to see Michigan and Ohio State battle in that final game, just because the rivalry, Jim well, Harbaugh. Probably won't happen. Georgia. It should win that game. Georgia
1: Ohio State is probably going to be a decent game. Yeah, but Georgia should still win. I'm, I'm going to take the
0: team that hasn't lost. Yeah, if I'm, if I'm deciding now, it's probably going to be Georgia against Michigan. What do you think about that, that other game, Michigan-TCU? I, I
1: think TCU is is a real, you know, grinded-out type team. I like that um, Max Duggan guy. Yeah, I like him too. I think he's very uh, – I don't even know the word. Energetic? Gritty. No, it's gritty. He's very gritty. He will He will go run, put his head down, and go through a guy if he has to. Um, and I love that, but against Michigan could be tough. Yeah, I, I don't know if if they're going to be capable of stopping the run game from Michigan, and that and
0: that's the end of it there. I think the games this year are definitely more interesting though. I mean, obviously Georgia is the odds-on favorite, but I feel like the matchup with Ohio I'm State. I'm going to take Michigan to win it all. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to pick yet, but I'll, I'll discuss that next right week. Right now, I think the matchup for Georgia against Ohio State is going to be harder than if they advance and have to play either TCU and Michigan in the final in the championship, mm-hmm. which I think. Ohio State has a realistic shot, and I think that they are definitely fortunate that they're the four seed rather than maybe the two or three against a tough Michigan team that they haven't had too much luck with in the past. But George is the odds on favorite. And that brings me to my next point. The Heisman Trophy finals were finalized. Jake, those are the final four right now. Yep. Caleb Williams, the odds on favorite. Yep. I don't think he's going to lose it. No. CJ Stroud's probably second. But you've got to give Duggan some credit here. Yeah, and I mean, even get his name on that list. TCU was an afterthought entering the season. Yeah, And now everyone's thinking, hey, you know what? He had 30 touchdowns and like four interceptions. He's been great. And I'm surprised Stetson Bennett's on, a, on the list. they're undefeated. But it's Georgia. They're undefeated. So I think the order is kind of bling, blam, blam like that. Like, I, mean, I you think you're blaming in the right way. And the thing's weird that I think this would be the first time ever that the winner of the Heisman Trophy is going to be a guy that doesn't even have a chance to win the championship. Yeah, right? No playoff. Well, look at the other three guys. They're all in the final... They're all in the final four. Yep. So, yeah, it's going to be Caleb Williams. And I think out of all those guys, actually, you know what? I think C.J. Stroud's probably going to have the best career out of all those guys. But either way. Yeah, definitely. Caleb Williams is a good quarterback. So, that's what's going on in college football right now. Um, The championship won't be for a while. So, we'll get to that when we have to get to it. MLB talk really fast. It's winter meeting time. Why are you shaking your head? I don't talk MLB. There's been some kind of cool things that have gone on. That Jake probably you have no idea about. They changed any rules? No, Jacob deGrom signed a huge contract with the Texas Rangers. Which, from my perspective, I don't like it. From a Texas standpoint, you're signing a 34-year-old guy to a five-year deal. The guy hasn't stayed healthy in the last three to five years. He's played, he's pitching like 30 games combined in his last two seasons. And now you're counting <laughs> on him to... Was he in the him. Mets? He was on the Mets. So if you're the Mets, I mean, I'd let him go. Why would you? Why, why, are they
1: allowed to match it or something?
0: It's kind of not like a match thing, but you could have signed him to a deal that where you got him for a lot of money, and now you let him go. And te- the Texas Rangers are a team that last season they signed Corey Seager and Marcus Semien to huge contracts. Now they signed Jacob Degrom to an unbelievably big contract, and now you're talking like Texas has a chance to compete at the top of the the division. Maybe this year. But I mean, but not much beyond. But if I'm Texas, yeah, I like it. Degrom's a great pitcher. But how can you count on a guy to pitch a lot of games if you're the Rangers? It's just, I don't know. It's a weird move for them. But you know what the Mets did to counter with that? They signed Justin Verlander. Yeah, they signed signed this guy.
1: Oh, I was right.
0: Oh, you didn't know that? No, I guessed. Yeah, the Mets signed Justin Verlander. And the guy's, what's he, 39 years old? He says he wants to pitch till he's 45. Who does he think he is, Tom Brady? So even though Verlander's older than Jacob DeGrom is, I think it's a better deal for the Mets. I mean, you get a guy, you get Kate Upton in the stands. No, that has nothing to do two with it. Two year, eighty six million. Yeah, that's 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 not a lot of money that's for a guys. Fat these deal. Days. He's gonna pitch like twice a week. And now it's the top of the rotation for the Mets is Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer. Yeah. So I mean, what is? Th- they're back together. Yeah, they're back together. Hey, hey, Jake. See, you know some things around here. So yeah, Verlander and Scherzer are back together again, and now at the top of the Mets I'm rotation, good. you get two guys that are old. But, I mean, you get two future Hall of Famers in the top of the rotation. I don't know if it's just me, but I'd rather have Verlander in this part of his career, even though DeGrom, I'm not confident on him to pitch a lot at all. So that was He'll the... save him for the playoffs. Those are two of the biggest things that happened. Um, Josh Bell, from what I just saw, signed with the Guardians. Good move. Um, Power hitter. Strikes Drake, out a lot. Drake Bell. The Guardians had a need at Josh first base. Beck. Yeah. I like this signing. Josh Bell's kind of bumped all over the place in his career so far, but... The Guardians are a team that are on the brink of contention. They just made the playoffs. I'm hearing that they have interest in Christian Vasquez. And they have a need at the catcher position as well. And then the biggest news so far that's happened has definitely been the Phillies signing Trey Turner. 11-year, $300 million hey, they contract. they want to stay relevant. Yeah, and obviously they got to the World Series. They lost it. But their only real hole in the lineup is shortstop. They had Bryson Stott. They had Gene Segura. But now you go out and sign... Is he better than Xander Bogarts? Probably. Is he better than Dansby Swanson? Definitely. I think this was the best shortstop on the market. And this, I mean, he was, like, essentially the MVP. Yeah, this guys He's a contact hitter. He can hit home runs. He has an unbelievable glove at shortstop. And like I said, the Phillies had one major need, in my opinion, in the position, in the field. Trey Turner, $300 million. How old is he? 27. No, 27 stolen bases. 29. Yeah, so they'll have him until he's 40 years old, and hey, he can play until he's 40. They'll probably trade him. But overall, great, great, great signing for the Phillies, and if you're looking at the team right now, they could be back in the the World Series again next year. And then the other things I want to get to really quick, the other shortstops on the market, D'Ansby Swanson. If the Red Sox don't get Bogarts, which it seems like, I'd say there's a 75% chance he's not coming back from the unfortunate news that I've been hearing lately. If they can't sign Bogarts, which this would be... Horror. you got to sign Bogarts. I know they didn't sign Mookie Betts, but you got to sign Bogarts. And the Red Sox, they're not they are not a team like the Rays or the Marlins or a team that doesn't have the payroll. Yeah, they, they go big. If the Red Sox don't sign Xander Bogarts, I'm not going to be tuned out, but it'll be pretty close. I'm already tuned out. I mean, listen, they're going to sign Hein Bloom at his press conference yesterday saying that they're going to sign at least seven or eight more guys this offseason. season. Which is good news. That's good news. But you start with Xander Bogarts. And I don't want Kike Hernandez to be my opening day shortstop. He's fine where he is in center field. Trevor Story's fine where he is at second base. Xander Bogarts is the most, I'd say probably the most, uh, no, you know what, I'm not going to say that. Don't say that. I was going to say more than Mookie Best. Yeah, no. He, he's close. No. Bogarts can no, do that. though. Bogarts is a guy that you don't want to lose, and you better not lose, which it sounds like they're going to lose. But if they do lose him, go out and get Dansby Swanson from the Atlanta Braves, because you can definitely afford someone like that. Swanson's sure. a good shortstop, not as good as Bogarts. But it's going to be an interesting couple of weeks here at the winter meetings. Heimblum better. He better be awake and alive and ready to make some moves. Heidi because, Klum? No, Bloom. Uh, He's part of the ju crew, by the way. Bloom. But overall, the winter meetings are taking place. There's going to be a lot of things that go on. And by the way, I missed something. Will Aaron Judge be back in New York? Probably. San Francisco. I like, got a big offer. Yeah, San Francisco offered him like 13 years, 300 million or something like that. I'd take it. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. So those are the big things in the winter meetings. But now, from the winter meetings to quiz time. Ooh. Um, we're, we, me and Jake each made an NBA quiz. Mine's kind of pathetic. Is it really? Well you made it, you made it last minute?
1: Yeah. But we'll see, how, we'll see
0: if you get it. You want to start with mine or yours? Let's disappoint them first. We'll, well, let's do mine. Do you need your uh, voice memos thing for this? No. Oh, so there's no timer involved? No. All right, so Jake, you get a quiz. NBA for me. What's up? Let's go. There's
1: three questions to my quiz. We'll see how you do. Oh, so is this like a multiple choice kind of thing? No multiple choice. But one of them has multiple answers. Interesting.
0: All NBA?
1: They're all NBA. Cool. The first one is a two-part question. The first one... Is a number that you answer, and the second one is listing names. Number? Yes. All right, I get time at least. Don't look at my over here. I'm not looking. Okay. The first question. How many players in the NBA are currently averaging at least 30 points per game? Ooh, name
0: them? Afterwards. That's actually interesting. Let me, I'll... Jason Tatum, that's one. Yes. I'd say Luca is two. Yes. Giannis is three. Yes. Uh oh. Shea Gilgis Alexander is four. Yes. This is where it gets. Eh. That's definitely four. Steph Curry's five. Yes. And I would say that. Is it?
1: That's exactly right. Really? Yes. Wow. Yes. You actually—you almost did it in
0: order. It's Wait, in- Ho 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 okay. ho ho! Merry Christmas. Um, I'd say the order is. Yeah, this, I'm not gonna get this probably. Maybe, I'd say Lucas one. Yes. Tatum's two. Probably not. Shays two. Alright, what is it?
1: <laughs> Luca, Giannis, Shea, Tatum, Curry. Wow. Curry's averaging thirty on the dot. The next highest is Kevin Durant at twenty nine point
0: nine. Kitty will finish over thirty, probably.
1: Mm, I don't know. He's he's been doing it without Irving and now Irving's back. So Damn
0: I almost said Durant too. That was crazy. Yeah. So he's sixth.
1: Yeah. So i remember. Um Yep, you're one for one and you got all of the, the parts on it. I'm very impressed. Who do you think I was gonna say? Like Robin. Leonard. I thought, I thought a a, <laughs> Wait, Robin a Durant great. might get in there or something. I don't know. Nah, fuck that. LeBron. Nah.
0: I was thinking for a
1: second John Morant, but he's not even close. jaws is like eighth in the NBA, so he's pretty close. Um, okay, the next one's hard, and I don't think you'll get it, but it's it's tough. You ready? Yeah. Who? This is just one one name. Who is the longest? tenured general manager in the NBA. Are you serious?
0: <laughs> it probably would have been Danny Ainge, but I don't know. Danny Ainge was not the answer. You know? Damn, get that away.
1: That's huh? actually not a bad guess, but that's not the answer either, Bridget.
0: Oh, Pat Riley? Yeah. <laughs> you know who that was? Well, honestly, if I would Um Shit. I'm going to go with... So,
1: before you answer... I, I believe this guy has been in his position since 2007. I'm going with Mark Cuban of the Dallas Mavericks. He's not the general manager. I thought he has the title of both. Doesn't he? I don't think so. But no. That's not the answer.
0: I'm pretty sure he has the title of both.
1: That's not the answer. I'm going to go with. This guy's pretty famous, famous. For, for being a general manager. I'm starting to think in LA now. That's not a bad thought, but I wouldn't keep thinking there.
0: Alright. Um, yeah, this is a tough one. It probably has to be like a. Maybe it's not a good team.
1: I don't think any team's been good for that long. I'm gonna go with,
0: with the Spurs guy. No. The answer. Is Sam Preston. It is? I thought about him for a second. Yeah. It is? How long? Uh, Like 17 Damn, years. Damn, I almost said that too at the very beginning. I'm like, no way. Damn yeah. it. Trust the process. Shit, all right. I got half of it right. Not, not too
1: bad. All right. Well, I got one more question. Oh, really? Yeah. Shit. One more question. This one is, you're either going to know it or you're not. There's currently one player in the NBA that averages... Over 10 assists a game. Tyrese Halliburton? That's correct. Nice. Wow. Two for three. I didn't. That was easy. I didn't. Tyrese Halliburton? Yeah. He's averaging 10.7. I mean, I just figured. I mean, Chris Paul is close. Yeah, not close enough. I guess not.
0: All right, wait, is that good? Yeah,
1: good job. Good
0: job on my mini quiz. NBA quiz with Jake. Oh, shit. Get your own voice memos ready, because as soon as I say it, the timer is on. Let me... How long is it? Longer than you want. It's three minutes. Okay. You're going to have to go this way, because then you'll see the answers. Okay. Actually, I'm going to have to... I like to look at myself. I'm going to have to... Keep it away. I like to look at myself. I'm going to have to tally. There are 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19... 20, 21, 22, 23, 25 answers to this Okay Twenty-five players to this And I have to name as many as possible? In three minutes, so you get time It's not like you have to be Oh my god, oh my god, my oh life my, uh. As soon as I finish it, you can say it Okay Twenty-five Celtics have scored 40 points in a game before You got three minutes, who are they? Okay Tatum One Brown Two Thomas Three Pierce. What Thomas? Four
1: what, Thomas? Um, Garnett? Garnett. No. Am I allowed to get wrong answers? Yeah. Okay. Allen. Allen. No. Rondo. Yes. Rondo. Yes, he has. I know he has. Yes. Um, hmm. I, I'm, I'm wondering... So, I mean, Bird... Russell.
0: Yes. Yes. Havlicek. Um Russell is not on the list. Really? Re- really. Parrish. Parrish is on the list. Heinson. Tommy Heinson is on the list. That Cousy. is that's 8. Bob Cousy is on the list. That's 9. He did it 3 times. Um Sam Jones. Sam Jones is on the list. He did it 5 times. Reggie Lewis. Reggie Lewis. He's on the list. He did it one time. Um, McHale. Kevin McHale is on the list. He did it two times. That's 12 of the 25 guys. Okay. Um, By the way, we're going to have to go back to 11. Rondo is not on the list. Yes, he is. I know he did it. 40 points? Yes, I know he did it. He's not on
1: this list. Well, he did it. I'll show you the game he did it. I have it in my head. Eastern Conference Finals, Game 2. Oh, probably didn't count playoffs. Well, I know he did it. Regular
0: um, season then, I guess. But fine. Playoffs. How about Jeff Green? Jeff Green did it once. Yes. <laughs> 13. Um. Uh, most 40-point games by a Celtic, by the way, if whoever's listening. Who? Oh,
1: you're saying the
0: Celtics have the most. Is that what you're saying? No, it's not what the closure Oh, okay. So you uh, got 13 and you got 55 seconds left. Yeah, okay. 12 um, more guys. Yep. Um, yeah, this is regular season only. Okay.
1: Not fair. Rondo did it. Um, 40's a lot. A lot of these guys
0: did it once. No, Avery Bradley, he never did it. Never. Um, uh, 34 more seconds to get 12 guys left. Yeah. Um, you did pretty good at the top of the list. Yep. Um, thirteen guys with twenty seconds left. Oh. Um, oh, no. Bill Walton. Bill Walton, no. Um, That's it. How many did you think I was going to get? Probably about, like, 12, so you were pretty good. Okay. All right, this is the list. Larry Bird did it 47 times to, yep. to lead the way. Paul Pierce, 21. Tatum, 14 already, which is pretty crazy. He's going to be at the top. Havelchek, 12. Yeah. Tommy Heinz, 8. Jalen Brown and Isaiah Thomas, both 5. Yeah. Sam Jones, 5 as well. Kyrie Irving, 4. Oh, I, I forgot he was on the team. Antoine Walker did it 4 times. And then D. Brown did it three times. Yeah. Bob Cousy three times. Yeah. Bill Sharman three times. Kemba Walker did it twice.
1: I forgot we had him. You forgot like, about Kemba Walker? I forgot. What about Gordon Hayward? Did you ever do it?
0: No. Kevin McHale did it twice. And the rest of the guys did it once, such as Jeff Green. Got that one. That was probably the best one. Todd Day. What, the best one that I just dropped out of nowhere? Yeah. Jeff Green. Dominique Wilkins. Oh. Reggie Lewis. Danny Ainge. Robert Parrish. Bob McAdoo. Don Nelson, and JoJo White, and Ed McCauley. Pretty good. Should have got the Irving one, probably.
1: I should have got the Irving one. I should have got the Kemba one. I kind of gave up on the new era. Um, You know, the Rondo thing threw me off early because I know he did it.
0: Not regular season, apparently. Yeah, yeah. He, he never showed up in the regular season. He did show up. He didn't need to get, get 40 points. He was, he was busy
1: dropping 20-point triple-doubles. He was busy de-
0: declining autographs from fans that Yeah, him. that's right. Look all, right. At the, all right. I Rondo. He had 44 in the playoffs against LeBron that game. Remember that? So, I think it was game two.
1: He 40, yeah, he had 40. Look at it. I literally, 44. I literally wrote Rondo Eastern Conference Finals game two, and it says right there 44-point game. Against the Heat super team. I knew it.
0: Alright, the rest of the show we got some NFL things. Top 10 NFL. I'm now. Th- the playoffs are about to start. So we well, not about to. We got four or five weeks left. Five nice. weeks left. What world are you in? Who are your top ten NFL teams right now with the best chance to win the Super Bowl? Starting, starting at 10. Really? Yeah, we'll work our way down. And, I mean, no, let's work our way down. Ten? The
1: Baltimore Ravens. Have the tenth best shot to win right yeah, now. Yeah, I think so. I mean, they're They're a half-decent team that I think is almost guaranteed to make the playoffs. Um, But they're missing something, right? They're they're lacking on the offensive end in terms of, like, guys that can catch a football. Um, They also have a weird revolving door at running back. And, you know, Lamar Jackson himself is not the healthiest guy right now. So I'm going to give them 10 because, honestly, they're going to be there. All they got to do is win a few games to get to the
0: Super Bowl, but that's easier said than done. I don't think they can do it. I went with my tiers. Okay, I'll tear them out. So there's three tiers I have Let here. Let me tear it out. Tiers one, tier two, and tier three. In my first tier, it's going to be 10, nine, and eight. I'm going to tear mine out. I don't think these have, teams really have a shot. I have
1: 10, nine. I'll do 10, nine, and eight as one tier, 7, six, five as another tier, and then four to one as legit contenders.
0: All right, 10, nine, and eight for me. 10 is the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. Would have been a lot higher up. Yeah, but they're obviously in the playoffs. But they got Brock Purdy now. Hey, Jimmy G could come back. Number nine for me is the Miami Dolphins. Ooh. Very good team. They have a lot of talent on defense, on offense. Tua. Do I trust him? Probably not. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Same tier as the Niners, the Dolphins, and number eight, the Baltimore Ravens. Basically the same reasons Jake said. Lamar Jackson's good. Not a lot of talent on that team besides Interesting. him. Sam Fran, Miami, and Baltimore. Shall
1: I re tier? So I'll do my 10, 9, 8 because that's how I tiered it out when we just said we were doing tiers and I drew a line on my paper. Same three? Um, nope. 10 is the Ravens. 9 is the Niners. And 8 is the Tennessee Titans. Titans, not on my list. Yeah, I figured because you hate them. But they're going to be in the playoffs. So they have to be tiered, right? I mean, like, they're, they're better. Who's better? The Titans or the Giants? The Titans. Who's better? The Titans or the Jets? The Titans. Who's better? The Titans or the football team? Titans. So I have them in here as as a top ten. I think that the running game alone can keep them in games, but not against every team. The Titans are a team that are gonna make the playoffs and lose the first game they play. By the way also this, they're gonna win their division. This is so, our top ten so teams. You, they're
0: obviously in it. They they're gonna have a home game. By the way, this is our top ten teams who we think has the best chance to win the Super Bowl in order. Um, Mark Sessa, where will Judge Land? My prediction is the Yankees, if not San Francisco. Kevin Feinberg, what's up? Good to see you again from last week. Should I do my next tier? So yeah, so 10 9, 8 San Fran, Miami, Baltimore. You get the same, except you have... I have Ravens, Niners, Titans. All right. Now,
1: tier two. Let's call this outside chance tier. These are teams that are definitely going to be in the playoffs, no doubt, in my mind. They might win a game. They might get to the big game. But I really don't know if they're going to win. That is number seven, the Miami Dolphins. Fantastic offense, just you know, the first year being legit. I don't trust it. Number six, the Dallas Cowboys. Probably the best team in this tier. Ooh, it's a a good, it's a high number. Yeah, they're probably they're probably the best. Why you don't? What do you mean? No, I like you got them higher. They're in this Um, tier though. Yeah, sure. Just not that one. Okay, they're number six for me. Um, they're. Like I said, they're probably the best team in this tier, but at the end of the day, they're the Dallas Cowboys, and that means they're not allowed to win the Super Bowl. Um, it's a fact. Um, they're just cursed. Every time they get in the playoffs, even when they're the best team in the NFL, they fall fell out on their face. So that's six. Um, Who's it, five? The Cincinnati Bengals. Um, they just beat the Chiefs, and I'm proud of them for doing so. They're red hot. Yeah, they're red. They're they're orange hot. Um yeah. But actually, they're white hot if you watch them on the right week, yeah um i don't know i don't think first off, I don't think they're as talented or as hot as they were last year when they made the super Bowl i I think it's hard to get that hot again. um I think their defense is not as good as it was. I think that Joe Mixon being out of the lineup currently is a problem um yeah, and he'll be back into um, yeah, his concussion, so you know hopefully there's nothing lingering there, um but Jamar Chase is still coming back from his his Ankle fracture. That offense is going
0: to be more than fine.
1: Yeah, I hope so. Um, but at the end of the day, their offensive line is really bad. Um, and I I don't think that they can hang around. I think that there was a bigger opening in terms of the AFC last year than there is this year. I think there's a lot more teams trying to hang around at the top when you talk about the outside chance Titans. Or you're talking about the Miami Dolphins, the Bills, the Chiefs. So that's your tier two?
0: Yeah. All right, tier two for me, number seven is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You cannot... You have no chance. We've said this year in and year out. You no, cannot, we're saying it this year because you, they're six and six. Hey, I have them as my seventh best team. You can't count out Brady. You just simply can't do it. I don't care if the offensive line isn't as good as previous years, if the defense is old. Where's your list? I don't want it. Right Show me the... Why, let me ask you,
1: because there's one person watching, and I'm sure they have the same question I do. Why are they better in
0: San Francisco? No, why are they better than Miami? To a tug of Tagovailoa. I don't trust this guy. I don't trust him. He's had a good regular season. The Bucks aren't even the best team in their state. Tom Brady. We've seen him do it year in and year out. They're not having a great season. They're going to win that division. They're more than likely going to get a home game in the playoffs. And Tom Brady is my quarterback with those weapons what do you mean around more him. Than likely.
1: If they win the division, if yeah. they either win the
0: division and have a home game or they don't win
1: the they're division. They're more than they're likely going to win the playoffs. division.
0: With Tom Brady as your quarterback, you've contacted him out before. I'm not him out. I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl. I'm saying they have the seventh best shot I out of to, all the teams in the league I right now. I need to
1: look at the standings before I make an
0: extremely bold prediction. They're going to win the divisions. I mean, they got Carolina, Atlanta. The division's horrible. They're 6-6, six and six, but look behind them. Atlanta sucks. Carolina sucks. The Saints suck.
1: They're probably going to win the division, but here's how their schedule finishes out. They have San Francisco this week. I don't know if they win that game. Tough game, no Jimmy. They have Cincinnati after that. Tough game. I think they lose. They have Arizona. They'll win. They have Carolina. They'll win. They have Atlanta. They'll win. I think they win two of those three last games. At worst, they go three and two.
0: I think that's the best they do. If they still win the division. They go 2-3 and three or 3-2 three and two to win the division. Tampa Bay will get a home game in the playoffs, and there's no question. Tampa Bay is so, number seven. So when
1: you here, – here's the reality of it, okay? You don't have Tampa Bay on your list? No, because this is the exact reality of what you're talking about. Ready? Tampa Bay wins the division. They're easily, like record-wise, the worst division winner. Do you agree with that? Yeah. That means they get the Dallas Cowboys in the first game.
0: We've seen Dallas in the playoffs before. Who wins that game? I'm not counting on Tampa Bay. Who wins that game? They're, play- they're going to play each other. I'll so, say Tampa Bay wins at home. That's going to happen. That's, that's the matchup right now. That's, Unless Dallas falls on their face. Or Philly does. Hey, Tam- I think Tampa Bay is better than San Fran, Miami, and Baltimore right now at this stage. Okay. And you're talking about the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah, I mean... Number six is the Minnesota Vikings. They've had a great season. Do I trust them? Kirk Cousins is a little iffy. But the talent around that team is really good. My wow. only question with them besides Kirk Cousins, how good is that defense? We saw it against the Jets. They were good. Still questions about them. Tampa Bay, Minnesota. I got the Cincinnati Bengals in the same tier as well. Number Phenom- five. Phenomenal. Yeah, phenomenal team. And then number four is the Dallas Cowboys. I think they probably have the best defense in the league right now, the way they've been playing. So Tampa Bay, Minnesota, Cincinnati, and Dallas. I disagree on the best defense comment. What, the Eagles? Yeah. I don't like the Eagles' run defense.
1: Oh, they just got into Donaghan's too. Yeah,
0: he's old. He's just a big fat ass that gets to stand in the middle. What do you what do you have to do? So that's the the second tier for me. And then my final tier, I get the Buffalo Bills, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Philadelphia Eagles at number one. I think they're far and away the best team in the league right now, the Eagles. They're showing it from everywhere. Only questions really, the run defense. Jalen Hurts is the MVP. Their secondary has been a lot better than I thought. I had them in the NFC Championship to start the year, and so did I. I'd be surprised if they don't get there again.
1: I would also be surprised. Now, my... Top tier has four teams in it, and the Bengals could honestly be in it too. I think that's fair. Um, there's a lot of teams that are hanging around, so anything
0: can happen with Brady. Kevin, I completely agree.
1: Now, at number four,
0: where's Brady going next year? Either Tampa Bay or San Francisco is my. At prediction. number
1: four, I have the Buffalo Bills. I think that they have the second most talented quarterback in the NFL. I think they have an incredible receiving core. I think their run game is weak as shit. Um, I think their defense is sloppy, and I think their offense is sloppy. I think that they are too loose with the football, and it's going to come back to bite them in the ass unless they figure something out for the playoffs. At number three, I have the Minnesota Vikings. I think a more balanced team. I don't trust Kirk Cousins in the slightest, but they're winning games. I've yet to see them drop a game that they they should have won. Yeah,
0: they're good. Um, they win close games. That concerns me. They play a lot of close games. Well, they got their ass kicked by Philly. And they got Kirk Cousins. Schedule them in prime time, and he'll be in trouble. Number two, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, as, much, as
1: much as you won't count out Tom Brady, I'm not counting out Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that's why I got him win, win the AFC. And at number one, I think it's the... You might as well put them in a tier of their own. Uh, number one, I have the Philadelphia Eagles. I think that they are due for a buy, the only buy in the NFC. I think they're going to have home games all the way through up to the Super Bowl. Yeah, they'll get a bye. Probably. I think they have the best defense in the NFL. I think their offense is very strong. It's not incredible, but it's definitely strong enough to win a playoff game. Um, and I don't know anyone that is even close to as complete a team as the Philadelphia Eagles.
0: Yeah, so at least our, our tier one's pretty. So the only four teams that I don't have are all playoff teams, obviously the Tennessee Titans, yeah. the Seattle Seahawks, who would probably be 11 for me if we did 11. Sure. And then we what get about the, the Giants? The Jets and Giants can go hang out in the offseason somewhere on a golf course. I would put the football team
1: in ahead of like, most of those teams. Yeah, the football
0: team. But if Tennessee, they sneak in, I, they could win a game. Tennessee's good, but there's something, I don't know. Derrick no, they, Andrew, they lose. There's they, something they lose there. That's, games. That's, it's fair. That's Rabel fair. knows how to win in the regular season. I don't think there's, they're going that far in the playoffs. That's where sure. I put. No, totally fair. Okay. So those are, those are Jake and Justin's tears. Hopefully you okay? you're not crying too much. So I thought she was mad about your tears. Oh. All right, Jake, you do your picks. Yeah, we got. I did my picks. We got week fourteen NFL picks of the week. Jake, you have a three-game lead over Connor in the standings. Yes. I actually gained something on you, but I'm still nine games behind you, six games You're behind done. Connor. You're toast. This week. You're burnt toast. I was looking at this week, I think there's some games that are just obvious, you're going to say whether they win or lose, but then there's about three or four games that you have to at least think about and roll over in your bed about and dream about a little bit. So, six teams on by this week are the Colts, the Falcons, the Bears, the Packers, the Saints, and the Washington football team. Jake, Thursday night football is kind of a wacky game. Vegas Vegas is at the Rams. They signed Baker Mayfield today. Vegas. What happens if Baker plays? Vegas by a million. Yeah, I get Vegas, too. I get Vegas on the road. Connor has Vegas on the road. And Jake has if Vegas Baker on the road. If Baker plays, it's Vegas by a million. If Baker plays, it's probably going to be a if Baker, bad game. If Baker plays, it means that at halftime,
1: the Rams were down by 30 or more. And they decided, well, fuck it. Let's put in the guy with no IQ.
0: All right, so we all get Vegas in this one. Three Vegases. Sunday at 1 o'clock, we get seven games this week. Starting with a game that feels like it should be a Thanksgiving-type game, but it's not. Minnesota at Detroit. Minnesota. Jake has Minnesota. It actually will be a good game, but
1: i take Minnesota.
0: My upset of the week. Yeah, fair. The Detroit Lions. They like to score the football. And I was looking, I didn't know this. Detroit's favorite in this game. That's literally insane. Isn't that crazy? Why? I don't know. uh, Minnesota. Somebody hurt? Wow. Am I missing something? Detroit just put a 40 on Jacksonville, but it's Jacksonville. It's Jacksonville. Connor and me both have Detroit win this game. I really do think Detroit's gonna win this game on Sunday. I don't know why. Yeah, free win for me. Minnesota didn't look great against the Jets. They won. I like the Lions at home. Detroit's been on fire, says Kevin. I agree. I think it's gonna yeah, be a close a game. Dumpster fire. They're gonna win this game. Campbell somehow has in five and seven. I don't know how, but they yeah, are because they aren't playing the Vikings every week. Baltimore at Pittsburgh, another divisional game. Sunday at one o'clock. Don't forget, it's Tyler Huntley against Kenny Pickens. Pickens. Kenny Pickett, yeah, him too. Um, me and Connor both have the Steelers winning at me home. Me too. Why the whole on the whole Huntley thing?
1: The Ravens just scored ten points on the on Denver.
0: Yeah, Huntley was a quarterback. Either way, I like Pittsburgh at home. Pittsburgh's defense has been playing pretty good lately. And Huntley, I don't That's know what how they mu- do. How much do I trust him? They scrap out. Oh. Cleveland
1: at Cincinnati. Lock of the week: Bengals by a million.
0: You don't think Deshaun Watson's going to bounce no, back a little bit? No, I think
1: Deshaun Watson is rusty as all heck.
0: Hey, I think Deshaun Watson's going to throw a couple of touchdowns in this game, but it won't matter. I like Cincinnati at home. I think Watson just played one of the worst defenses in the NFL and sucked. Yeah, He was rusty. I mean, Cincinnati's secondary isn't great. I think it's going to be within, could be within single digits. Cincinnati should win this game, and they will win this game. Cleveland's defense is going to get torched. This is the Jamar Chase go-off game, by yeah. the way.
1: This the, Mar- the Jamar Chase catches so many balls, you could measure it out that
0: he's up back in Cincinnati when the game's over. Sunday at 1, we get the Jets in Buffalo. Connor's riding high. He picked the Jets again. I think he's picking the Jets every week. I think he's on crack. But I think Buffalo's going to steamroll this team this week. Yeah, give me the Bills. Don't forget, they played already once a season, and you know what happened? Bills. Yeah. Bills going to win this game. It won't be close. I think the Bills are due for that game where they could put up 40-plus. Okay. By the way, that's my lock of the week. Not much of a lock, but you got to lock it in somehow. Yeah, sometimes I lock my car,
1: even yeah. though it's in the garage.
0: Um, a battle of Texas. We're talking Houston and Dallas. Dallas. I think this might be the biggest spread of the season. Dallas is favored by 17 points this week. I think Buffalo had that at one point. Against who? Someone? someone. I forget who. Yeah, Houston's not going to go into Dallas and win this game. Could be over by the end of the first quarter. Might have been like the Teddy Dolphins or something. Yeah. Houston won't win. No, Simple they will not. Right. Um, Dallas, they could rest whoever they want. They'll still win. There's no rest. Philly against the Giants, another divisional game. Are the Giants going to pull off an upset? I don't see it. No. Yeah, I got Philly in this game. I mean, the Giants have been good, but how good are they? Not that good. They have a tie. The Eagles can stop Daniel Jones from running. Their run defense looks a little bit better lately, and Jalen Hurts looks unstoppable the way he's been playing lately. I like the Hurts and the Eagles. I like to feel the pain. Final one o'clock game of the week. Another divisional game. This time it's in Tennessee. Jacksonville just got their asses kicked by Detroit. Tennessee just got their asses kicked by Philly. I think Tennessee got to bounce back, right? They'll bounce back. Yes. I don't see Derrick. For those he- listening, I don't see Derrick Henry running for more than hundred yards. I'm kidding. He could run for two hundred in this. Bold game prediction number one. Involving Derrick Henry. Yeah. Over hundred and fifty on the ground. Damn. Have they played this year? I forget. What happened? Her school. That's crazy. Derrick Henry gets over 150 on the ground. Sunday at 4.05, only three 4 o'clock games this week. Kansas City at Denver, another crappy divisional game. Earlier in the season, you would have said, wow, interesting. Russell Willis and Denver, they might make the playoffs. Denver's in, in line for a first-round pick almost. They're horrible. Everything, every team gets a first-round pick. I mean, a uh, first-first pick. A 1-1. One, one. Kansas City, I assume, Jake, you have. I'm not even asking. Yes. Who I asked. All right. You have to ask so that people listening to the recording know that I say yes. Yeah, it's official. I'd put you down as Denver. Um, What else do we have? Carolina at Seattle. 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 Connor says Seattle. One of my bold predictions this week involves this game, actually. Geno Smith will have the most rushing yards by a quarterback this week. You like that one? No, I do not. It's bold. Got to be bold. Yeah, well, it's not the right answer. Justin Fields is on a bye. Hey, Lamar Jackson's not playing. Yeah, Jalen Hurts is still playing. I got I got him. And then 425. Josh Allen's still playing. Tampa Bay at San Francisco. I, I got go- the Niners. I assume you did. Why do you
1: assume that? Because you're hating on Tampa Bay. Well, they just... I don't know. They they just
0: didn't look good against the Saints. I don't know what to tell you. Tom Brady versus Brock Purdy would have been more interesting if it was and I'm Jimmy G. Purdy. Hey, San Fran's defense is really legit. I get Tampa Bay on the road winning this game. I think it's going to come down to the last possession though. I have another bold prediction. What Purdy? Purdy's his way out
1: of it. The, these two teams combine for less than twenty-seven points.
0: Really? Yeah, it should be. I mean, it's probably a low-scoring game. It, it ain't twenty-seven. Tampa Bay is going back home to where he all started. San Francisco. He needs to win. They will win. Will be a close game, though. Tom Brady. Um, Sunday Night Football. I think this is a very interesting game. Two high-powered offenses. Sounds like Mike Williams is going to be back for the Chargers in this game. Um, My bold prediction of the week in this game is both teams score at least 30 points. That'd be sweet. Um, I'm taking the Chargers at home.
1: I'm really thinking about doing the same. It seems like Herbert likes to win games that he shouldn't have business winning. But he also likes to hang around in those games and sometimes lose. So, I'm going to take the Dolphins.
0: So is Connor. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good one. I don't know. That Chargers defense, you go into the season, we thought it was going to be so yeah, great. Khalil Mack. It's, they been, got it's been, I don't Derwin even think it's been James. in the top 15. No, it hasn't. Yeah, they've Khalil been dealing with
1: injuries. Joey Bosa, Derwin James, forget Jason about Kyle, Jackson, Van Noy.
0: Kyle Van Noy. Yeah, they haven't been good. They haven't been good at all. Scooter. Scoots. Um, Finally, Monday Night Football. Patriots are on Monday night for the second time this year. You know what happened the first time they put on Monday night? Chicago beat them up. Oh, yeah. I was there. How did I forget? And now they're at Arizona, a team that just... Arizona hasn't looked right for the whole season. Jake, I know you said you think the Cardinals are going to win this game. I don't see the Patriots... Spoilers. I don't see the Patriots losing three in a row. I'm taking the Patriots in this one. Connor has the Patriots as well. I'm going to take the upset
1: pick of the week. Lone Wolf it. I'm taking the Cardinals at home. I think the Patriots offense had one good week and, you know, had a bunch of crappy performances surrounding that one good week. And as we discussed previously, we can't defend Jefferson. We can't defend Diggs. Probably can't defend Hopkins. What makes you think we're going to be able to defend Hopkins? It doesn't. I don't think that. I think Hopkins goes for 100 On top of that, I, I get it, all right? Dalvin Cook is not the same as James Conner. But James Conner is better than Devin Singletary. No, I think the offense will get
0: rolling for the Patriots again. Kyler Murray, mobile quarterback. I don't think the Patriots like playing those guys. They don't. But I just think Kyler Murray, he hasn't been himself this whole season. He's He's still got legs. He'll make a couple dumb mistakes in this game where the Patriots offense will find a way. They'll find a way. That that Cardinals defense has been atrocious this year. 24-20 is my prediction. Patriots win the game.
1: I'm going to say Cardinals win the game 23-20. To seventeen.
0: Hey, forty points, forty four around around the same. Yeah, Kyler Murray, I am nervous with him running the football. I think the Patriots' offense has to find a way to get going in this game. Kind of similar to the Minnesota game where it got going, couldn't stop the the other team. Kyler Murray makes a crucial mistake in this game, which the Patriots will pave them for the way to win. That's hey. all for week one nineteen. All the balls. No fantasy questions this week. It is the last week Quick, of the regular ask season. ask your
1: fantasy question, Kevin.
0: I got a big game against Kevin this week, though. Kevin, I'll help you. What do you need? The winner will be the winner of the division. Unfortunately, I blew it with my bye week. But hey, can't worry about that too much. I got to plan for the playoffs. Kevin, too it's too a big game. Too much load
1: management.
0: Yeah, seriously. Too much load management. Is Bill O'Brien calling the game? I think he's calling it before it starts. You think so?
1: Yeah,
0: he's throwing a towel in. Yeah, I think Bill O'Brien. There's a legit chance that that he's back with the Patriots next year. I do think that. I'm not even kidding. But I'd say no. He's not calling the game. I think. I think it's Belichick all the way. And it's Matt Patricia. Patricia can't call anything. Pat- have you seen Patricia on the sidelines? No, Patricia can't call the gym. Yeah, can't call it. He's lost weight actually. He looks pretty good with his—he keeps wearing that same white shirt on the sidelines. Some
1: people eat when they're stressed. Some people starve themselves. I mean, We we just know which one he is.
0: All right, that's going to do it for week 119, Kevin. Um, I hope I beat you next week or this week in fantasy football. It should be a good one, but my prediction is it will be close. Monday night football comes around, and DeAndre Hopkins will win the game for me against the Patriots. Okay. We'll talk to you guys next week, Jake. Thanks for coming.